Money now, we went from passing a hat around to on track to a hundred thou. Hold that, do I own stacks or does a dollar sign on me? Now that I got it, it seemed like kinda want it now. Had to ask myself, is the wealth worth more than the life that it lives through? What the caterpillar been through? Does the butterfly bleed pimp juice? Did the paycheck band aid the menstrual? When the blues hit, was it music or a true sense of inner revolution? My first line ain't have nothing to do with revenue. Just the first time I felt my heart moving. Had a homie tell me that I need guap and I need violence to beat cops and that protecting my own life is more important than teaching the youth how to be God. Hey everybody, welcome back to Block Channel for episode 24. Glad to have everybody back again this week to join us. And as always, we're joined today with some really awesome guests and we can't wait to get started and jump on into this. But before we before we do that, let's go ahead and introduce our co-hosts. So today I'm joined by Dimitri Ferguson, my very loyal co-host who is always here every time. Um, and then, of course, uh, our lucky guest today is going to be a gentleman by the name of Prince Ia. Um, and we're gonna. And if you don't know who that gentleman is, we're gonna we're gonna fill your minds and we're gonna let you know all about who he is. But he's a he's a very 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 inspiring gentleman, and we're very blessed to have him on the show today. Um, so, Dimitri, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience again for the twenty fourth time? Yeah, for the twenty fourth time, and also the hundred and thirty fourth time on our other show, the Bitcoin Podcast. Uh, this is D, host number two. I'm excited to be back. Got another good episode for you guys. All right, excellent. And thank you, Dimitri. As I said before, we're joined by Prince Ie, uh, is a gentleman who, how do I describe him? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I was I was lucky enough to to have like met him like through Twitter, uh, through through an engagement on there. Yeah. And and it's funny back in my days of like being on YouTube. Uh, back, in, I remember seeing a video, and I was like, "This dude's face is so familiar. Who is it?" Uh. <laughs> and, and then I was like, "Oh my god!" And then I put two and two together. I went to YouTube. I watched a couple of videos, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "This is this, this dude," wow. and I was like, "Oh my god!" So you know, we were talking about crypto, and I just I had to have him on the show. So so we have Prince EA here today. So, What's so- up? <laughs> What's up? Good to be here, man. Great, great intro. Good job, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that that you had even come across my, my stuff, man. That was, that was very, uh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's always a great thing, man. And, you, and, and, and how I came across you is you, you, you came highly recommended. Uh, your, your reputation precedes you, I, I should say. But we'll, we'll get into that uh, a little later, man. But thanks again for having me on, man. Really appreciate being here. Yo, that, that's really kind of you, man. I really appreciate that. So, so without any further ado, let's uh, let's let's have some fun. So, yep. uh, let's 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 get a little bit on your story so we can let the audience know about who we're who we're joined with today. So, so you're a great storyteller that I know. I know this for a fact. Uh, based off of your previous YouTube videos, so 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 do what you do best, and, and tell us tell us about your background um, before we get started on this crypto goodness. Yeah, yeah, all right. So, you know, before we we, we get into this, you you did say I can be as verbose as, as yes, as... of course I did, of course I did. So please, please, <laughs> be, be as poetic and verbose as you as your as your soul will allow. <laughs> on September 16, nineteen eighty eight, I, I, I came out of my mother's womb. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I started out, you know, a lot of people, some people know, some most people probably don't know, but I started out at hip hop and, and, um, you know, I, I was, you know, I, that's what I was doing. I was a hip hop artist about, about 10 years ago. And, uh, 
I I wanted to be the best. I wanted to be the best rapper that that, that ever lived. Um, you know, I had I had performed with Grammy Award winning artists. You know, DJ Khaled, Busta Rhymes, Ludacris. Uh, before I rocked in front of tens of thousands of people, I was in Vibe magazine. I had got Best Artist in St. Louis, and um, you know, I just had this ambition to be the the, the greatest rapper. And um, we all do. We all do. We all do. Yeah. <laughs> And through through this, and you know, I had built up a significant following as well. You know, I had you know a few million views, and however, you know, I was utterly miserable, and I was miserable not only because I wasn't where I thought I should be, you know, in my career, but I kept comparing myself to other musicians that were doing better than me. So you know, I would be like, you know, how is he, you know, on MTV and you know getting these billboard awards and I'm not you know and you know the comparing mind I always say is the doorway to unhappiness um and so I, I was miserable I don't know if you know I, I think we all can relate to it you know to, to comparing our our position in life to somebody else's and feeling worse you know it's kind of a human tendency to 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 compare your behind the scenes to somebody else's highlight reel Right. And feel, and feel a lot worse. And that's what I did. And I felt terrible. So I ended up quitting. I quit totally. I was I was depressed and uh, I, I went on like an inward search to, to find out who I am. And, you know, a lot of a lot of um, spirituality came up. You know, I read I read everything from the ancient scriptures, uh, the, the Eastern, the Upanishads, the Gitas, the uh the Tao Te Ching, and I looked at the modern, you know, sages and gurus, the Eckhart Tolle's, the Byron Katie's, all these people who, you know, are, are really some of the most influential spiritual people on the planet today, the Dalai Lama, for instance. And, you know, through all of this research, I found that, you know, happiness is not, uh, it's not out there. You know, it's it's always inside of, of who you are. It's, it's, it's your natural state. And, um, I also, you know, figured out that trying to change uh, your personal situation or even the external situation in the world by using, by going out and trying to do it externally is as silly as trying to relieve uh, an itch on the foot by scratching the outside of the shoe. So all the problems that we see in the world are solve once we look inside of ourselves. And so after coming to these realizations, I began to take the audience and the, the, the platform that I built over these years, and I started to create content from this place, not from a place anymore of ego and me wanting to be the best rapper, me wanting to be on MTV and BET, none of that anymore, but instead me just wanting to serve humanity and create content that can that can inspire that can plant seeds of kindness and goodness in the world and after i did that man things things really just went exponential i went from probably in the first eight years of me you know creating music you know in, in those first eight years i probably pulled in about uh, i'd say about five million views which is which is great you know that's a five million views that's a that's a lot of views but in the last i'd say two two to two and a half three years i pulled in about 
uh, a bill, a little bit over a billion views on the Facebook platform and YouTube platform com- combined. So just with this shift of me not wanting to serve me, but me instead wanting to create content that can help others. And that's where I am now. I'm a, I'm a content creator that just wants to create uh, art that can um, raise the consciousness of the planet. And that's that's kind of where I am now, and that's where I came from. Well, damn. <laughs> that, was, that was a hell of an intro. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great intro, man. Like, your soul, your soul spoke to me for a second, and I was listening, and it was very intense. I really appreciate that. Oh, man. Uh, so so uh, it's good. So so you, you found you found where you weren't satisfied and mm. you did a little bit of soul searching and you found what made you happiest and that you were, as it turns out, pretty damn good at. Mm, so that's, th- that's great, man. I, I, I'm really glad that you were able to do that. So so let's so let's talk about um, now how you found your way into the Bitcoin or like the crypto sphere in general, right? So I'm sure Dimitrik is very curious himself, and so and so am I. So so how did you how did you first hear about it? Not necessarily when we were discussing about crypto in general, but like when was the first time you ever even heard about Bitcoin? Ooh, the very first time. Oh, it, it was probably casually through an ex girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, she had she had mentioned it, and like probably through an email. And uh, I didn't really take it. This was years ago. This was probably about four or five years ago. And I didn't really I didn't really take it seriously. Um, And I'd say the first time I really looked into it was from my producer, um, Discourse DJs Never in This Story, Dennis Preston, this guy who was kind of the 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 mastermind to most of my um art even to this day we've been working together for so long he he creates the background music to to what i do and he was telling me about it and uh you know i, I and i kind of was listening to him and then my other boy travis told me about it and i was like okay let me let me really just jump down into it because it, you know it was it was more so a a financial decision first because i had i you know i'm lucky enough to be able to to um make and and a living a, a good living off of what i do off of you know youtube videos and facebook and speaking and, and doing this and i wanted i came up um i'm trying to figure out okay what am i gonna do with the the money you know am i just gonna leave it in a bank where it's not gonna do anything for me or am I gonna, you know, invest in an IRA? You know, am I gonna try to do a, a solo 401k? You know, what am I gonna do with this money? And uh, I started looking into, you know, different investments, this and that. And um, Bitcoin was was an interesting one. Um, I started looking into it more, and and that's how I kind of I first got into it. It was more so of a of a financial investment than any any type of um, you know, societal transformation. Uh, it was more so how can I, how can I use, you know, what I have to make, to make more and ultimately serve more, um, and create more. So, 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 so like what pushed you over that final edge? There had to be that one, there's always that click of this is why I'm going to start putting my money into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd I'd say it was probably probably my my producer man when he was when he was just 
showing me, you know, what he was making and he was telling me exactly what it was and, you know, how it's, you know, I'm, I'm very much into innovation. You know, even when I'm when I was in music, I didn't want to do anything that had been done before. I was always trying to try, trying to look at what's what's to come. I, I guess the word to describe that is a futurist. You know, I'm a I'm a bit of a futurist in, in many aspects. And so he was telling me that hey, this thing is is it could it could transform uh, society as we know it. And I think just having more and more conversations with him and really sitting down, um, you know, at these little you know, I'm taking him out to lunch to learn more and more about, you know, Bitcoin and crypto. And uh, he kind of so he kind of pushed me over that edge. OK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what would you say? What would you say was the most um, like intriguing aspects of like cryptocurrency in general for you? Like, was it the fact that you had an alternative means to like place your money? Was it because it was a better opportunity for an investment for you to make a better return? Like what is like like ha- had you had you been f- had you been familiarized with sort of the societal implica- implications of what these sort of technologies can do and how mm-hmm. it works to like reduce barriers? Yeah. So when it was when it was proposed to me, it was it was strictly uh, I think a financial investment. Um, the it, it, it didn't really have much. Um, or or the substance behind it wasn't presented to me in the beginning. Um, and keep in mind. I'm still in the beginning. I mean, I've only been kind of in the game for a month, and I think I've accelerated. I'm, I'm, I'm very much just trying to read as much about it as I can, trying to understand the charts and, you know, the, the, the graph, statistical analysis, all of this stuff. But, uh, but initially, it was, it was, it was from. I'm gonna keep it real. It was from a financial perspective. I don't want to, I never wanted to be that guy who, you know, I, I never, you know, I, I studied, I got my degree in anthropology, right? I didn't take any finance courses. I own my own business. I own several businesses now, and I'm trying to really learn about, you know, corporations and, and, and how I can, you know, put my money in, into different, um, in the different vehicles that can ultimately grow what I have and not just have it just sitting somewhere or, you know, digging up a hole in my backyard and throwing it in there to protect it. You know, I want to, I want I'm young and I actually wanted to um, <laughs> figure out a way to, to, to grow the money that I have. Yeah. It sounds like you're just at the very opening of the rabbit hole. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Man, he's about to, he, 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 you can hear it in his voice too. He's about to jump down. He's going to be in there deep. Oh, <laughs> Tommy, man, I started, I played the same game. I was, I was, okay. So just to give you a quick briefer. I was broke as shit in college, like everyone else is, mm-hmm. and and like I didn't have any money. You know, I was going through on those financial aid checks every every semester. I was living life the way you should be on the edge, mm-hmm. and then and and so you know, I was in like I think my second year of like computer science like program, and I was like uh, I think I was on like Pirate Bay or I was somewhere, and I came across Bitcoin. And I was like, what is this stuff? Mm-hmm. And then a couple of months went by, and I got into like sort of like the altcoin game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, so this is a way for me to, like, not be broke anymore. This is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so let, let, let me figure this out and just see see what this is all about. Because people are just, like, raving left and right that they're making money. Mm-hmm. So I got into it all, you know, and I was like, okay, okay, okay. So, you know, I put a little bit of money in, in, in this coin and I, and I mine it, you know, right when it's, it becomes available. And I could sell it on an exchange at this time and I could do all this and that. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then it took about 
a month or two of that before I realized that all these people that I was trying to like work with and do these trades with, they were also in it for like the social aspects too. They were like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, either either it was a gentleman that was in like India who like you know he was a developer on the side and it was the evening time and he traded crypto on the mm -hmm. side to make money for his family, or it was the young like 18, 19 year old like hacker type guy that probably doesn't even have like a bank account and lives in his parents' basement, but he's just like making crypto money on the side so he can get out of his house. Mm -hmm. Crazy the types of people that you come through in this space. They come from every walks of life, every every single different like class, whether it's like lower class, middle class, upper class, everyone has a different story as to like why it brought them into here. Mm. So so, you know, myself personally, you know, I came in for the financial aspects, but I stayed for the people. That's it. So so so, <laughs> so, so now so now I have to ask yourself, so so what what cryptocurrencies are you like currently invested in, and and and, and can, can you give us any sort of explanation as to why you chose the ones that you have? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, bro. You know, I um, so you know, we talked about the finance um kind of aspect of it, but yeah, there there is a big social aspect of it as well, um. I mean, I don't. I don't think those two are, are mutually exclusive. Finance and society, I think they're mutually inclusive. And and, and uh, so just the fact that what you said is is you know different people in, people around the world, people in different countries are using this uh, decentralized form of of currency. I mean, this is this is a game changer. Uh, what it could do for for you know people in poverty or or you know unstable government you know financial systems like this is uh, this is uh you know I, I used to be a big uh, I don't know if you guys know the politician Ron Paul uh, you know, I used yeah. to be with Paul Ron Paul yeah mm -hmm. yeah I used to be a big a big fan of him and I'm not as uh, I guess he would fall into libertarian uh, views I'm not I'm not as as extreme as he is, but he he makes a lot of sense, <clears throat> you know. When when we talk about the the collapse of you know the dollar and this and that, I mean, I, I you know it, it's it's these people aren't aren't crazy necessarily with the overinflation and the things that the government has been doing. I mean, this is this isn't a conspiracy theory. It's it's, it's true, and it's really only a matter of time until uh, a paradigm shift is is gonna occur. Um, so to answer your question, I, I, I look deeper and also into the, the, the tech and I'm still, you know, as, as people may say, a noob, a novice, or, you know, I'm a beginner in all of this, but right now I'm, I'm looking heavily into Ethereum. Uh, I've got some, some, some skin in the game, so to speak. And that, um, Litecoin, which recently just, you know, went up like crazy. I got some. I mean, some investments in there, uh, and I'm really trying to. Our, our company actually, Purse, we're developers of a full node implementation um, of the Bitcoin protocol called Bitcoin, and we actually, as of last night, we released a full node implementation um, of uh, for Litecoin, uh, also written in Node.js, like our implementation is. So, uh, so my my hopes or plans is that you know the Litecoin community. Uh, it's been around for a really long time and like finally it's sort of like reached a stage of like maturation and I, I think that there's gonna be a lot more developers and stuff coming on board nowadays so I, th I think I think that's I think that's a good buy yeah 
Wow. Okay. Now I didn't understand exactly what you said. Cause and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think some of the people that I'm gonna share this with might not too. So could you go in deeper I think, in in layman's terms? Of course, of course I can. I think I can swing on that one, Mac. Oh, please, Dimitri. Please. <laughs> Let's bring it. Up. I think in layman's, what it basically means right now is that a lot of these currencies, when they're built, of course it's programming. So the language is for a specific type of programming language, but a new impl- implementation means that everyone learn that knows a certain type of programming language can now work on the coin, can now work on the currency. So it just makes a more robust network of developers. So now Litecoin isn't just specifically people that know how to use one type of language. It's two different languages now they can work on it. Right? Okay. Okay. So it's like having a company that has English and Spanish speakers. Now you've got twice the amount of people that can help contribute to the cause. Let's let, let me pause for a second. I'm gonna go ahead. Yeah. And, that you probably broke up a lot in that, and because yeah. <laughs> I didn't understand any of that. That's all right, because our audience is gonna think it's amazing. Doesn't matter. <laughs> when it comes when it comes to on the recording on our end, I'll have to uh, I'll have to take that I have to take that part in there. But <laughs> yeah. But but yeah. So so. So let me um, just in case that didn't go through very well. Let me let me try and lay it down on, on another layman's way, just in case I have to edit this in there. Okay. But, but so we'll basically start it as you just ask, okay, what the hell is that? So essentially, okay. right? So every time you go to um, create something on top of any of these cryptocurrencies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, these cryptocurrencies are written in a particular type of programming language. Now there's there's quite a few different very popular programming languages out there like C uh, C sharp, JavaScript, Java, things like that, right? So, when you um, want to write an application for um, for one of these uh, protocols like Bitcoin or Litecoin, um, you essentially need a library of sorts to pick from that's written in a particular language, so you can interact with the system and pull data from it. So, for mm-hmm. instance, with like Bitcoin, you would use um, one of the main implementations is written in C which is called like Bitcoin Core or Bitcoin D. Mm-hmm. So if you're a developer, you would need to know the C++ programming language in order to interface with this, um, this technology stack, right? Mm. So, uh, with, when you create alternative implementations of the protocols in other languages, that there's other people that are different subject matter experts, for instance, say like JavaScript, um, like Node.js, um, Rust language, um, things like that, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Languages that have their own unique niche of developers. You basically you you allow like more developer mindshare to come into the space, and you allow more creative developers to build cooler applications on top of your network. Mm-hmm. So by porting Bitcoin, our Node.js implementation um, of the Bitcoin protocol to Litecoin, because the two the two protocols are very similar. There's just a few parameter changes. Um, uh, we can essentially allow developers from the Node.js community to start building applications very easily on top of the Litecoin network itself. Whereas prehistorically, they only have a implementation written in C++. Now there is another complementary um, implementation written in Node.js. So, mm-hmm. so when these things happen, um, you know, to the everyday investor, they don't see this as a, an advantage. But to a technical person or like a technical project manager, they see how important it is because you need to make sure that in order for these technologies to proliferate, every technical individual that wants to write in or build on top of them has some sort of option for them to be able to do that. Mm. 
Yep. So so essentially, like you are limited from a growth standpoint in your investment in a cryptocurrency by how much developer mind share and how much developer interest you have. Now you could create the world's best cryptocurrency with thousands and thousands of transactions per second, and you know it's it could be infinitely scalable. You can do whatever you want with it. But if nobody is using it, right? If no one is using that technology, what is the point of it, right? If no one can understand what the hell it's doing, then you 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 made nothing. You you made a toy for yourself essentially, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. So it's important to take that esoteric knowledge that mm-hmm. are like locked up in the brains of like different developers and stuff like that, and slowly distill it down. Mm-hmm. So- so that more and more individuals can pick up on it. And when that happens, you get more adoption. When you get more inge- adoption, you get more transactional volume. You get more transactional volume. You get more investor interest. You get more investor interest. You get more markets trading your coin. You get more markets trading your coin. You get more liquidity. You get more liquidity. The price goes up. That's, that's how it works. That's it. And that, 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 um, that idea, I mean, that's transferable into what I do as well, you know, which is content creation. Yeah. Um, I, ca- I can't just, you know, one of my, one of the, one of the pieces that I did was one on, uh, on climate change and it was called dear future generation. Sorry. It got over, you know, a hundred million views. It won. Awesome. That was great. It was great. Word, word. It won awards at the UN and it was the, the, it was climate change obviously is is a concept that scientists have a hard time communicating with the general public and one of in my video what it did was it it simplified the message in a way that hundreds of millions of people could uh could could get it and some say it was it was uh, a major key major part in getting what's called Red Plus into the Paris Agreements, uh, which was, you know, the, the, the big conference, all the nations came together to decide to, you know, what we're going to do about climate change, which I think Trump is like trying to get us out of, right, the U.S. out of right now. But uh, they say that piece, Dear Future Generations, was integral in getting what's called Red Plus, which is a project um, about you know, deforestation and trees, getting that into um, the the Paris Agreement. So I, it, it, so that's a that's a concept that for me is easy to uh, to understand the necessity to uh, to distill it down in a way that, that that people can get it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and sometimes and sometimes you know you can get some of the most apt explanations. And some of the most like uh, uh, important educational like content pieces from from some of the most uh, un like the most surprising of like entities, mm. you know like, it, it's it's important that you know everyone has representation and has an individual who can speak to them about things that they are interested in a multitude of different ways, whether that is climate change, mm. whether that is cryptocurrency, whether or not that is uh, you know. Uh, uh, like racism or trying to understand perspectives from like yeah. one one individual to another, right? Sometimes it's all about how you communicate something in order to like actually get people to adopt that that thought, that process. That's it. That's it. That's it. Well, so so let's. Uh, how about how about uh, Dimitri? You got another? You got another question for Prince? Because I got another one. <laughs> uh, you know, due to the technical difficulties, let's just uh, you just take it home. Okay. You sound better now, actually, you sound pretty good. It it's in and out. In and out. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well. Uh, well. How about this then, Prince? Um. Can you uh. Can you can you touch more on what you were saying in the beginning when you were talking about sort of like reputation being proceeding in an individual? Okay. Yeah. I was gonna bring that up. So when I was speaking to um. To 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 my producer, you know, Dennis. He because he's been in it for. Uh, 
I want to say a year. I can't. I can't be sure. But DJ's never in his, in his story. Dennis D D D Scorch is his name, and he um, you know, he was telling me, you know, just 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 he just was so kind to give me like this this really just hands on crypto one on one um lesson which was probably a few weeks ago and uh you know he told me about you and uh and he's he like about uh, me? who is this again <laughs> <laughs> his, his name his name is Dennis and got, he, he knew about me yeah man you you got a you got a producer who's who's had his music listen to millions of people listening to you um yeah, yeah, he's 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 amazing. He's he's a quiet guy, so he probably wouldn't reach out to you. But uh, but he he's 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 dope, man. He and he brought you up, man. And he said, yeah, this guy is somebody to listen to. Somebody I listen to. I'll, you know, he follows him on Twitter, and uh, and I I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta follow this guy. And so I you know I immediately followed you. We started chatting, and you gave me all these these tips. You know what I'm saying? Which I'm man, I, I am. Uh, I'm very grateful for, you know, you just you just having the the humility to uh, you know, to 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 bring it down to a basic level cuz I know you probably get, you know, asked questions a million times a day cuz I know I, in certain in, in many ways I do too about certain things and I don't I can't I can't respond to everybody. So I'm very happy that that you took the time to respond and I'm going to try to get more and more people to to follow you and you know, Dimitri and what you guys are trying to do, man, because I think it's it's beautiful and necessary and uh you you know, you got to you got a supporter. You got a supporter in me. Oh, I mean, I really appreciate that. You know, like with Dimitrik and, you know, when they they first started the Bitcoin podcast with himself, uh, Marcello and um, Dr. Petty, you know, and they were kind enough to bring me on one day onto the show because they had found me through Twitter and they were like, hey, man, come on, let's talk about Bitcoin and stuff. I came on and I was like, man, this is great. Like mm. the, the, the ability, I, I had never realized like the power and the ability of like what spoke, uh, spoken word can really do. But like spoken, it's a lot better than just like necessarily like writing out an article, right? When you when you do things in spoken word, like people can actually just like hear, like you know, empathically, like your emotions yep. and like and how you explain things and why, like they can feel like visually, like how, why you feel that way, right? Mm-hmm. And I and I think that's I think that's like really important. So you know, when I was working with these gentlemen, and you know, I was like realizing like how much fun it is to talk to people about these like big ideas and get these technologies out there. That's when we started Block Channel. Because I saw like Ethereum and Bitcoin and all these things blowing up, and Dimitri himself and Dr. Petty were like, "We we want to reach a large audience. We want to reach more people. Like, let's work together." And like, we're really blessed that you know that was able to like work out. Cryptocurrency continues to grow, and we get more and more. I don't want to use this term, but and I mean it in the best way possible. Just like everyday people. Just mm-hmm. everyone from all from all walks of life. Like, hey, like this music on this show is great, or these guys are funny, or they have some funny topics, and the t- the stuff that they're talking about is like really intriguing. That's mm-hmm. all I want at the end of the day is for somebody to start thinking about some way something in a new perspective, and whether that's money, or whether that's society, or whether or not that's the um, the what happens because of your own local government and like how that plays a part in your own life, and what are the alternatives if you want to live it a different way through the use of cryptocurrencies. Mm-hmm. And the more people we can educate this, the more the more mind share, you know, that we grow, the more people we, we grow supporters like yourself and, and Dennis, you know, the, the faster we can help these technologies reach the people that need them the most. Mm, that's beautiful, bro. And, and, and you, you got my full admiration and uh, and support on, on, on what you're doing, because it's 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 early. 
and it's it's so necessary like what you said you know an article which is you know it's it's you know it's one dimensional and you bringing it to a, a different form of media uh it, it's multi-sensory and it's going to affect more people and that's what we need we need people like people you know passionate people like you guys speaking about these topics and and uh presenting it to the everyday person uh, because the everyday person, uh, if they see it early, they, it, it's an opportunity that's going to change everything. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Preach. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. No. Thank you. And, and, and yo, I'm, I'm so glad. So glad you get it, man. Like it's it's it's, it's excellent that you're just like completely like understanding what our perspective is and what we're trying to do. So that's man, like for real. Like anytime you want to come back, come back, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so 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 to close this up. Um, and sort of like get the um, get the gist out of all this. Let's 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 sort of try and like pick your mind one more time. And so, is there any advice that you would leave uh, with the audience members that are interested? In, but not they are fans of yourself, or they're they're fans of they're already fans of crypto. Can you leave us with something to think about and chew on about like how like how you got interested in this space and like where you're gonna go now from here? Now that you have so much um, uh, so much more knowledge about the space. Mm. Mm. Yeah, um, <laughs> that was a big question. You know, I, I, I'd say, you know, my advice would be to, like, because I, I, I see myself as, as I, as I grow in this space, not only looking at um, the numbers, not just looking at the charts, but really wanting to look at the team of developers and also the technology and the ideas behind what they're doing. And that's kind of my um, my litmus test now for what am I what am I going to invest in? You know, is this technology something that I understand? Is it something that that I can see uh, has has value, has can have a real effect on ultimately a positive effect on society? Uh, the effect meaning to to positive effect meaning to bring us closer together with the ultimate goal of of us. You know, because I mean. W- w- our actions as human beings ultimately should be about creating a world where a, a more free world, a more equal world and a world based on the foundation of love, you know, and compassion and kindness. Um, that's, I mean, this is human potential. So I'd say crypto is a space that I'm going to continue, uh, to learn about, to, to continue my obsession with, uh, to continue bugging you guys with, with questions and, uh, you know, upon questions and, and keep learning, man, and keep, uh, figuring out how I can be a value in this, in this world. That's really going to change the, <laughs> the state of humanity. Uh, it's doing it right now and it's going to be huge in in a year or two. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a great, it's a great train to to be on, and uh, I'm I'm trying to bring, like you said, you're trying to bring as much many people as you can on board, and that's what I'm trying to do as well. Excellent, man. That was perfect. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Like, uh, thank you guys for what you're doing, man. <laughs> It's uh, Dimitri. I don't. I don't think we're connected, man. But I'm gonna definitely, uh, you know, reach out to Steven and try to figure out how, uh, you know, follow you on on your social media and all that. Um, we'll bring you. Uh, we'll bring. We got a little. We got a little Slack group. I don't know if you use Slack. Okay. Yeah, I do. About, I do. We got about about almost probably like 150, like 200 people in there. We can bring you in there. We'll we'll bring you in our little block channel group, and we just we just talk crypto all day, man. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll fill your mind with everything you want to know. That so, uh, and, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll extend that invitation to the audience too. Um, 
if you go to news.blockchannel.com, there is a link that says um, Slack Room or Slack Group. You can click that and you can get an invitation as well. And you can join our community of like almost 150 plus people just talking about crypto. So just just join the conversation and we're more than welcome to educate anyone who is interested in learning how this can change their lives. Beautiful. Beautiful. Excellent. You the man. You, you, you the man. I told you this. <laughs> no, man, you the man. I appreciate this. And I appreciate any anyone who's going to be coming along to learn about crypto because of you. So so thank you very much for coming on the show, friends. Uh, and, you know, hopefully we can have you back again, like, real soon once you have, I mean, w once you're a crypto bajillionaire, yeah. uh, you come back in and you want, to, you want to tell us about all your, all your uh, you know, altruistic feats to change the world. That's fine. Right. You got um, it. <laughs> you got it. Deal. All right, man. Well, well thank you very much. And uh, hopefully we can have you back again soon. All right. Thanks a lot, man. This episode of Block Channel was brought to you by Zcash. Zcash is a public blockchain with security and privacy at the center of its mission. Zcash utilizes cutting-edge zero-knowledge proofs to enable real cash-like privacy for your internet-related transactions. Zcash believes privacy can be compatible with social values and with good regulation and law enforcement. They wish to use their science-driven approach to ensure a privacy-first future when building next-generation applications atop of a public blockchain. Zcash has strong governance with checks and balances to ensure its long-term growth, possessing both an open, inclusive, strong community thanks to the Zcash company, with founder CEO Duco Wilcox at the helm, and Zcash Foundation, boasting members like Naval Ravikant from AngelList. Zcash provides another robust vision for bringing private payments to the internet. To learn more, check out the links in the show notes description below. But money make the world go round, money make the way that I live, money make the food that I eat, but money won't ever make the love that I give. I swear I want the fortune, don't want the fortress, I want the fortune, treasures I've come to worship, gold that can be afforded, value of unseen virtue will be rewarded. Yeah. I always wanted respect for my music, like I told you man, it's the real thing right here man, I'm not trying to do this for a check, you know what I'm saying? So the truth mean a lot to me. Something like that.